Welcome to the Witchy Work Wishes podcast, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. Welcome to Witchy Work Wishes. I'm your host, Charlene, and today I have a new guest to the podcast whom I'm very excited to introduce to you. She is helping us today with our Crystal and Stone Magic series, specifically talking about working with and using rose quartz. But first, some things I did over the weekend to help in my own personal practice. It is no big shock to me that I felt like doing spell after spell after potion after spell (laughs) over the past couple of weekends because we were leading up to and had our beautiful February full moon. I'm very tied to the moon cycles and definitely pick up pace when she is full. The one I will share with you, though, has to do with self-love and grooming, which is perfect for our February love theme that is wrapping up right now. Now, as previously mentioned, one of my 2023 goals was personal health, and last year I really focused on the physical side of it. With that came weight loss. When you have a lot of weight to lose, hair loss is tied to it. So I created my own personal you know, healthy hair spell for growth and strength, along with a potion that I also personally created. I did this under the full moon and grabbed as much full, healthy, bouncy energy you know, that I could. I really connected to and uh, worked with the earth element as well as the water element. And well, I will let you know how it goes. Now on Friday, I had my first Reiki session and actually it was Reiki combined with some spirit work and oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to adequately put my experience into words, but it was beautiful. It was informative and connecting. My healer was able to hear from my spirit guides, or at least some of them, and let me know, you know, who was there with us and what messages they brought. She immediately picked up on my strong connection with animals and animal spirits, along with some, you know, fight and flight energy I needed to work on that was creating a bit of chaos still in my system. Uh, But one thing that really stuck with me was... She mentioned slowing down and grounding and meditating. And I let her know that was that was hard for me, but something that I'm actively working on this year. Thus the appointment. Now, while 2023 might have been more focused on the physical side of my health, 2024, um, you know, as far as my goals, really is geared towards my mental, emotional health. What she said, though, was that she did not see me doing this very well inside, that I would continue to struggle with it by doing so. I needed to be outside on a walk or a hike or something out in nature with wildlife around me. She also said something had changed um, over the past couple of years and my guides were thanking me for being better at seeing their signs. That's another area I'm purposely trying to give more effort to. Anyway, there was a lot to absorb. She she picked up on a huge uh, or big Irish and Scottish thread um, and that really it was this side of my ancestry that was coming through to her the loudest It was very matriarchal, uh, crone-based, and was actually even able to describe the image of one of my female crone spirits that was right there in the room with us. Times I got a bit teary, and they weren't like sad emotions. It was just just a lot of emotions. (laughs) It was very powerful. There were times I saw things, even though my physical eyelids were closed the whole time. Uh, Images definitely came vividly behind my closed eyes. The more recurring one was a crow flying. Sometimes there was actually a pair but mostly it was just one, but oh my gosh, the wings were out and it was just gliding so peacefully through the air. Um, More than three times, a single 
eye was looking right at me. It was super clear. Like I, like I was actually looking right into someone, but there wasn't a face behind it. It was just an eye. Uh, but it was the same eye each time. Uh, I came home after the session and was, I was still for quite a while, just letting myself absorb and process everything I had just shared with a healer. Now I'm going to continue to let it marinate and then incorporate my own path of meditation with it before going back to her. Now for my, for my garden and fairy work, I went to the nursery again. I don't know about you guys. This is really a dangerous spot for me. I honestly talked to myself. I'm like, no, Charlene, you don't need this. But then I'm like, Maybe, maybe I do need this, and I ended up getting it. Uh, overall, I did pretty good. I didn't get too much, uh, but for outside of my office, I did get some beautiful daisies and other spring-type flowers because, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I bought some really cute fairy accessories that we are all going to install around our office front door tree. There's a little uh, fairy home door and windows, a little ladder, a little rock wall. There's a little mini acorn lamp light. And then I got a miniature sign that matches my business name. <laughs> it's going to be, I, I hope it's amazing. I'm really so excited to you know, organize it all with the girls. And I promise I'll take some pictures and post them. I hope it turns out just like I was dreaming it to be. But I really do think the flowers are going to tie it all together and make that, that tree area and space look very magical. All right, speaking of magical, I need your special magical touch to help with witchy work wishes. I started this podcast back in 22, and I'm having so much fun. I am all in, and I'm ready to grow our audience. Whatever platform you are listening to this on, I need you to click the review button so the algorithm gets triggered to invite more of our witchy colleagues to listen and be a part of our family. For those who have responded to my quick polls for the podcast, um, thank you. That really does help me work on new topics for you. Uh, For the algorithm, though, I really do need your help in subscribing and liking to Witchy Work Wishes so our visibility is stronger. If you do have time to leave a review, oh my gosh, I would be so very grateful. I'll start proing those and reading them off during future podcasts so I can specifically and individually say thank you for the time you took. I love the interaction. I love the collaboration. And I really love hearing from you. All right, for today though, we are going back to the Crystal and Stone Magic series that I started last month. And since this is the last week of February, as this airs, you know, which is our love month, it really is a perfect way to wrap up the topic of love by talking about rose quartz. Whether it is self-love, family love, friendship love, or romantic love. This is our stone to work with, and I have an amazing guest joining us. You're going to love her energy. So let's welcome her into the Witchy Workwishes family. All right, well, I am back with my guest, Haley, who is helping us navigate the amazing energy of the Rose Quartz today. Welcome, Haley. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Would you mind taking just a quick second to introduce yourself and where we can find you online? Of course. Yes. Um, So my name is Haley McCarty and that is my Instagram handle. I primarily use Instagram for all of my like virtual world stuff. (laughs) And um, you can find me at um, the at sign Haley McCarty underscore and um, 
you can also find links to all of my virtual programming on there. Um, the launch of my new program called Nourish is, is there as well. And that kind of ties in with our theme for today. Oh my gosh, that is perfect. What so what is your new program? I, if you don't mind, quick <laughs> another little uh, side road here, but what is Nourish all about? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I am a personal trainer, kind of transformed life coach. And so this program is everything I've learned over like an accumulation of the last 10 years and the last four years with life coaching and just bringing everything together to transform uh, women, men, anybody feeling stuck or wanting to like up-level their life. And this includes like self-ritual practices. And there is definitely a part in there about our lovely rose quartz. Oh, well, this is, isn't this timing? (laughs) I would imagine something like that has got to have multiple layers, right? Because there's so many different areas you would have to incorporate to make the person not whole again, but you know what I mean? Like it, there's got to be lots of different little avenues to take. Of course. Yes. So it's structured in like a 12 week program, but it's, you can, you have access to it. Um, for life. And so it, I revisit it often too, where I'm like, oh, what was that one thing that really helped me? And so it starts with just uh, starting with basically like the first module is setting up your altar and connecting to like your home and creating your environment. And then we go all the way into like business coaching and all like all the things, all the wheels of life. Well, that is actually perfect because I definitely, once we you know, get into the whole rose course thing, you know, one of the questions and or areas I like to follow up with and kind of wrap up the podcast with is whatever the topic is, how do we bring that into our work and office in our like corporate worlds? So that's if that's uh, an area you talk about, that is perfect. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I am so, so happy, Haley, that you're here with us today. I was just telling everyone how, you know, since this this is the last week of February, which is our honorary love month, it really is the perfect way to wrap up the topic of love by talking about our rose quartz and your expertise is going to get us right where we need to be. Perfect. Thank you so much for, for having me. And um, yeah, so it's crystals are a big part of my life. And uh, so I am, I'm honored to be here. What would you, how would you start us out? Like how do we even dive into the first area of rose quartz? Definitely. Yeah. So rose quartz is a type of pink quartz crystal. Um, And I could start with just like a general over description so that we're all familiar. Yes. And it's a calm, it's commonly associated with love and healing properties. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also the stone it's known for like unconditional love and my favorite part, the infinite peace. So it's a it's a popular choice for promoting harmony in relationships and so that could be with yourself or others and definitely in the work environment. You know, I I, I had love has been the theme for the whole month of February with, you know, the the other three podcasts and I really focused on self-love a lot. I I feel like that's just such a gap with many of us regardless of our working towards that self-love is a hard hard thing to give sometimes. Definitely. Yeah. And like learning what that looks like for the individual and, Mm -hmm. you know, also too, I think like that word self-love carries a lot. And so it, you know, one thing I love is like, I'll just carry a small piece of rose quartz in my pocket. And um, it's believed to like open the heart chakra and enhance feelings of compassion and tenderness and forgiveness, which I think is like a big part of self-love. Gosh, yes. And what a nice little reminder just to have in your pocket. 
Yeah, exactly. Right. And like, it's like, it's like the cool fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> and then, so also it can be used to help with like emotional healing and calming uh, stress or anxiety. And then of course, too, like attracting love and positive energy. Right. What, um, have you actually used the rose course course? And I might be jumping ahead on this one, but have you actually used it in any of your own personal like spells or rituals or? Um, yes, absolutely. Have? So okay. rose quartz is one of the first crystals that like I ever worked with. Um, and I would just, I remember walking into the, the store and just kind of being drawn to it. And I guess at the time I didn't, I thought, you know, like stones and crystals were kind of like more neutral colors. Mm -hmm. And so I was drawn to its like beautiful pink uh, hue. And of course there's a, some different types of quartz that like in rose quartz that I was thinking we could get into a little bit later. Yes. But the, um, and so definitely um, I use it when setting intentions mostly and like, that self-love ritual that I try and practice um, once a week just to like, I usually do this on like a Friday or a Saturday and just kind of clearing the week and coming home to myself. It's, and... it's you know, it's, it's got to say something if that was the first stone that you were drawn to too, like how powerful is that? Right. Yes. As I started to learn more about it, I was like, oh, the self-love and like, you know, calming stress and anxiety. Like we, I feel like we could all use that. And, Gosh, yes. <laughs> right? yeah. and then like definitely like in the workplace and being like an entrepreneur and, you know, having our own businesses and things like that, like just that reminder to be compassionate to ourselves and finding like a little bit of tenderness as we navigate everything. One of the other things that I absolutely love about rose quartz is that like the formation of it, it's like when it is made in the earth, mm -hmm. it is like a combination of like hot magma and then like uh, hydro, hydro fluids, basically. So like all sorts of different stuff, like water, basically. But oh. then it forms together and it makes like this beautiful pinkish color. And I just feel like that's such a like representation of like love and things coming together and creating like perfect harmony. Oh my gosh. It, it completely is. Now, are there actually I, um, a couple of weeks ago or last month I did um, the first of this podcast series on Moonstone. And I honestly was shocked to find out how many different varietals of Moonstone there were. Is the, the, Rose quartz similar to that? Are there, or is it just there is one rose quartz? Um, so like I think the best way to answer that is that there's kind of five rose quartz that are recognized as like true rose quartz. Okay. And then they vary a little bit. So we have like the light pink rose quartz. Um, that's the most common one where it has like a soft, pale pink color. And it's pretty readily available. Like that's sure. going to be the one we see um, in those little grab bags at our that's... favorite little store. And then something like, and they kind of go up in rarity in the way that I, I'm going to share them. Okay. Um, so then we have a deep pink rose quartz and that's going to be a deeper, more saturated pink hue. Um, it's definitely going to be like more intense and vibrant. Mm -hmm. And so that like it, these all happen in the formation, um, basically in the earth's crust, like when the crystals are forming. Okay. So you could kind of think that like that deep pink rose quartz is going to have like a more intense 
energetic property like with it. Mm -hmm. And then we have like the translucent rose quartz, which um, so this one is very unique and um, kind of rare where it is much more clear. But when you shine it in the light, it has this like vibrant pink color, almost like uh I, you know, like a rave is coming to my mind, like yeah. the laser show, you know, yeah. where <laughs> right. you can't really see it. And then, and then there it is. Um, How pretty though. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen, seen that one. I've never seen one of those. I was trying to like look up pictures, yeah. um, but the, uh, I have heard about it. Um, and like, I've seen it in a book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we have, so then we have our milky rose quartz mm. and this one's going to be a little bit, of course, like milky and cloudy in its appearance. And it's most described as like having a mystical look to it. Okay. And that sometimes you might see that with like the light pink rose quartz where it's almost like swirled together. And then we have our star rose quartz, uh, and that one contains a few different mineral fibers in it, but it makes like a star-like pattern inside the crystal. So like it's it's super like highly prized and very rare. And so that's like, you know, I think that you would see that like in a showcase, right? Like um, that's not a grab bag. Yeah, right. That's not the <laughs> <laughs> we're not handing those out. <laughs> right, exactly. The um, you know, and I think our just our little local store here. Um, I think that they might have a piece of rose quartz that is like super really um, rare and beautiful. Oh my god, I mean, they're all the time. I know exactly what store you're talking about, so I'm gonna check it out. Yes, yes. And so then, okay. So is that so that was the most rare one, the last one you just said? Yeah, that was number five. That was our the type, the five most like um. Those are the five types of rose quartz that are like recognized as true rose quartz. Well, if we if anybody's lucky enough that's listening that has one of those rare ones, I would love for you to chime in and and uh, comment on the pictures that I'm going to post of the rose crystals that I have. Um, but gosh, if you've got one, um, share share pictures of yours too. I think we, Haley and I, would both love to see it. Yes, absolutely. Well, okay. So once we have a rose quartz, how can we how can we work with it? Yeah, definitely. So like when so I use rose quartz and other crystals, of course, along with other things, but a rose quartz specifically when I use it a lot in my ritual practices. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I can do that. Like I'll kind of walk you through some steps. So yes. like. When you know, setting intention, you can always use it by um, just holding it and connecting to the energy and those concepts and visualizing uh, it's like eternal love and infinite peace. Mm -hmm. And then, um, of course, like I always suggest cleansing your rose quartz before you use it. And you could do this by setting it under running water or like burying it in the earth. Or of course, you can sage it. Um, yeah. And that's just kind of if you use it over like in your practices, you, um, just making sure that you have like a pure intention and clear heart when using it. The other things I love to do is like, I like to place it in our space, like in our environment so that it is kind of like a subconscious cue. Uh, kind of like when I walked into the store and saw the rose quartz immediately, it was like just this message from the universe about 
the environment and just following like my heart. And so I feel like anytime we see rose quartz in our daily activities, it's like a little message that it's like, ah, we're, we're in alignment and, you know, moving through, I think love and peace is such an important part, especially like in the world right now. It's just, if we can have those reminders to move from a place of love, I also wear, um, I have like a piece of rose quartz wrapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine actually made this wrapped with wire and it's pretty simple, but I just wear it and it kind of dangles. It's a pretty little necklace. Um, so like always, it's one of those stones that you could just keep with you and near to your heart at all times. Mm-hmm. And so then, of course, like any time we're using our crystals and rose quartz specifically, like I'll... Uh, speak affirmations into it and just that connection to that vibration then of course like I like to do it like if I'm setting up for like I know we just had Valentine's Day and I set up like a beautiful altar with rose quartz and some pink candles just to like really bring the vibe in to like harmonize into love I love that. You know, I've got um, definitely one area that I practice a good amount of self-love is my little vanity. It's where I put my lotions on, my makeup and, you know, get ready for certainly the workday. But I've got some rose quartz sitting there too, just as a nice little reminder um, on the vanity that, you know, every time I look at it, it's, you know, love yourself, be nice, say nice things to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. A little reminder. But I have a quick question for you. I have, and I love that you said this. I don't know if you do it a lot with um, your other crystals, but I have never buried a crystal in the ground to recharge it. And I'm, that is just piquing my interest right now that you said that. Oh, I love that. Yes. So, um, it could be used like, so when I turn to burying my crystals in, um, in, as a practice of cleansing their energy, Mm -hmm. uh, we might have these like concepts in yoga too, where it's this idea of like rooting down and connecting and, and just trusting the universe and that everything is the way it should be. But also that Mother Earth can, like if something's bothering us, we can release it to the universe, Mother Earth. And so that is a similar practice. Like, so sometimes I'll do this if, um, you know, like sometimes my cat will, or like if I leave my crystals out overnight, yes, I'll come and find them. And they're, you know, they've been <laughs> disturbed. <laughs> oh, same yeah. at my house with my cats. <laughs> yes. Same. Exactly the same. And we have, we have a, um, you know, we have a very um, smart crow in the neighborhood too. Yeah. Yep. So, so sometimes also too, if the moon is not in like the phase that I, that I want to incorporate into my practice, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and just bury it. Um, it doesn't have to be super deep, just like a couple inches or, you know, maybe even just an inch under the soil. And the idea is that the, the earth absorbs the current or more like the past energy that that stone has collected. The frequency gets reset. I am so in, I'm, I, I absolutely will be trying this. Does, I know we're talking specifically about rose quartz today, but are there crystals that you should not do that with? That is a great question. And that I think is a totally safe practice for all crystals. Um, Cause for my, for my understanding of most of the ones that we, that we work with, um, you know, they're formed in the earth. In so the it's ground, a little yeah. bit like a returning home yes. for them. 
And now I, I do know on that note that with some, um, like there's a citrine that will actually kind of, it's not going to dissolve completely, but it will kind of erode if you rinse it in water. Yes. I know water is a big one. Like some of them you definitely can't do water with, but the earth, yeah, they, it all minerals and crystals come from the earth. So I would feel like that would be such a wonderful way to reset their energy. I absolutely agree. And I think that, you know, for us too, it's kind of like grounding down and just recalibrating. Mm-hmm. The, uh, some of the uh, like other ways that I love to use and I like it suggest for um, people that I work with uh, is using rose quartz, like in the concept of opening the heart. Mm. Um, so like when, if we've been going through like a sticky situation or something and, and the idea here is, is that it helps to activate the heart chakras and kind of allow the flow of loving energy and emotional healing. Mm. And just like really connecting the feelings of love and compassion. And, and so this kind of segues too into like healing emotional wounds. Mm -hmm. Um, So at times in my life, I, I, before I really cultivated my understanding, I was almost kind of put off by rose quartz where I was like, I don't need any of that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, but no. (laughs) Right, exactly. And then kind of came back around where I was like, wow, I can really tune in and use this as a practice to just cultivate, you know, the feelings of like worthiness and compassion and just healing. It doesn't just have to be about attracting like love and harmony. Right. Right be used to like deepen our existing bonds and even like um so my speaking of cats I had a cat and it like injured its paw and so I just placed um I have like a small heart-shaped piece of rose quartz and I just placed it under my cat's little bed and just allowed that energy so when my cat would rest it would get the healing vibes and so that's kind of like a smaller ritual practice that would be easy to incorporate so that made me think of something to ask you is there a really good stone to use in combination with rose quartz I know that's going to really depend on what direction you're you're looking to work but is there a do certain stones and crystals have like a buddy system like hey if you use this, you're almost always going to want to grab this one too as like the backup or the sidekick or does Rose Quartz have something like that? That is such a good question. And I actually have never thought of it quite like that. Okay. But, <laughs> but okay. one thing that I do, like I personally do is yeah. when I'm doing these practices, I kind of have my go-tos. So anytime that I'm working with rose quartz, I'm also going to have like my smoky quartz Mm. for protection. Mm -hmm. Um, You could also use like an onyx. um, And then also like I have my totally clear crystal quartz for just clarity so that um, because love is very powerful and it can be almost like a psychedelic experience when we're in love and, and, you know, they say things like, you know, love is blind or, <laughs> right. you know, getting swept off your feet. And so I just incorporate those like um, for, for me personally, cause like, I, I think I fall in love with things easily, like, right. and love the world around me. And so so I kind of do that. Like I almost do like, um, how can I balance this crystal? 
And so I'll, that's where I'll incorporate like my clear quartz for just super clear intentions. And then like the smoky quartz or the, I have like a piece of onyx that I absolutely love that I just keep them kind of together. So they're, that they're like a trifecta of, of power protection and stuff. Yeah. I love that. Um, some other things that I wanted to share about this was like incorporating, um, so I'm a big astrology buff, like, love it. (laughs) I totally love astrology. And, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, it's just undeniable. Okay, we have our crystals and our minerals that came from Earth. And then we have like the stars in the sky. And I love those two concepts, because it's like, they're always there, right? Like they they're from nature and just with us all the time. And um, so like when we're, of course, I wanted to share that the rose quartz is associated with the planet Venus, mm-hmm. but it also is um, heavily, heavily it like helps like a, if you fall under the Taurus or Libra zodiac sign, okay. um, rose quartz is kind of like a good crystal, strong crystal for you to connect with and like probably be an easy connection um, just because Venus rules those two zodiac signs. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. So like when we, if you, and of course it's open to everybody. If if you're not a Taurus or a Libra, you can still, of course, use rose quartz, but, um, in particular Tauruses and of individuals, uh, benefit by using rose quartz for enhancing like love and nurturing. And, and this kind of is like the opposite effect. Like Taurus are very driven and very, focused and they can fall into like a little bit of being stubborn mm-hmm. and that's where like the the rose quartz might help like balance you out or finding like a little bit more like self-nurturing sure. and um but then at the same time because Tauruses like generally have a great appreciation for like beauty and when they look good they feel good <laughs> and and so like it just helps like Taurus have like a great appreciation and the the like desire for stability and security in their relationships could be like, you know, it would just be a great stone to have around the house or um, like if you're going on a first date or something, just like keep that little pocket pal rose quartz <laughs> with you. Yep. And then so also so Libra is also ruled by Venus making rose quartz like a significant crystal for individuals born under the Libra sign as well. Um, they're known for their like focus on balance and harmony and relationships. So I feel like the Rose Quartz supports Libra and their pursuit of like harmony and peace and justice. And I feel like, I feel like justice has to have like a component of love. It does. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, and it just like a, it is great for encouraging them to approach relationships with love and understanding, and it can help Libras kind of navigate some of the conflicts that they that they might run into where they're they really want to battle for that justice and peace. They really want uh, that balance. Yeah, exactly. It's like a beautiful, um, like a harmonious match. Yeah, I like that. And the common, so rose quartz, just like looking at it and its appearance, it definitely has like a calming and soothing energy. And uh, so again, that kind of ties into like the vibe of Libra and Taurus. Okay. So as long as we're talking about signs, what is your sign? 
Was your yes. sun and moon and rising, if you know all three? Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> so probably do. My, yeah. <laughs> my big three. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a I'm a cancer uh for my son. Okay. Um, and like one little tidbit, um, I was actually born like my delivery time is yeah. like literally the smack dab middle of the year. Oh my gosh, seriously. That is <laughs> so, awesome. There's your balance. <laughs> yeah, right. And then so then and then we get into so my rising sign is Libra. Okay. Right. And then and then my moon, I'm a Capricorn moon. Oh, so I have like the 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 widespread of like the mother cancer sign, the Libra yes. scales, and then like the Capricorn is like the father of, of the Zodiac. Oh my God. That's a big spread for you. Yeah. Yes. It kind of, it's a little bit like, it looks very balanced, but then it also, it's a little conflicting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joys. <laughs> yes. Right. What are yours? Okay. So I am also cancer. <laughs> oh, yay. Okay, my sun sign is cancer. And, um, my moon sign is Gemini. Ooh, and my fun. Rising is Sagittarius. Oh my gosh. You I are know. fun. I'm, <laughs> I'm all over the place too. <laughs> yes. I love that. Oh my gosh. How it's fun. fun. Yeah. So I, this is also, so gosh, I'm already thinking of like 20 things I can book you for to come back with. Um, but this is also an area I am not well versed in at all. So you know, I'm dabbling in it. I'm learning a little bit more about how to read the charts because I did that full chart thing. Um, yeah. But it's a lot to take in and to, and not just take in, but then go to see where things are right now and what this full moon that's happening right now, like, what does that mean? Because it's, you know, it's a lot. <laughs> it, totally. Right. Like, so I feel like on our astrological journey, it's yeah. like, um, and not to get too distracted here, yeah, but <laughs> okay. we, we get the, we get our chart down, but then we have to apply it to like everyday transits yes. and it's like, <laughs> It's overwhelming, I know. But, it, but, yeah. but when you baby but, step it, all of a sudden you're like, okay, like it, you know, years ago, if you had said, I mean, I think I've always looked at definitely the sun sign, but, you know, if you had brought on all these other nodes and things, I was like, I would have been like, what? But once you start baby stepping, you you do. And you remember, you've got your base and then you just kind of build onto, onto it. But it's a process for sure. I love that. And like, I would love to do like a reading or um, oh, that'd be so something. Fun. It would be so fun. That would be so. Well, I already need you back for crystals because, you know, with all the stuff I have done in the past years, the crystals and stones, I've just never really dove into. And once I was reading up on them more, just because I have the interest, I'm certainly drawn to the beauty of it, but not really knowing how to incorporate it into my practice. When I started reading that, like the radios are, are made from stone. Like every, there's so much frequency that is generated from these stones. There's nothing woo-woo about it. it. Like this is legit stuff. Radios, like it. I started yeah. believing it a little bit better. I mean, not that, you, that I necessarily need that type of proof, but this is things that are in science that we use today still because of these stones and crystals. So it's super cool. Yes. So, so my, my father is an engineer and he is like oh. the least woo woo person. Right. Exactly. You'll meet. Right. But he, like, I think that what my appreciation and interest in crystals actually kind of stemmed from him. Like, even though my mom was Wiccan, it was like the, because you like exactly like what you were saying, yeah. like they, you know, we have little crystals in our watch that in our phones, like that's how our phone works Seriously? and how, yeah. and how, you know, we keep time, like any clock that is accurate has, uh, has a crystal in it. Yes. And it's just so fascinating. And then to think like, I just get totally lost in thinking about the earth producing 
all these different things that are so healing, whether it's, you know, your rose quartz or your different type of quartz or your citrine or, um, even more like a solid, solid crystal, um, in color, like the onyx is just, they, they carry so much. And then when I think we've really started to learn. And so like my health nerd side is coming out where (laughs) it's like, they're, they're doing like frequency healing and where they're like healing, like, you know, major ailments with like, frequency, which is, and that's the the part that really tied me into crystals is that they carry, you know, the, the rose quartz carries the 432 healing frequency and different things like that, where it's like, it really does have an effect, even if, you know, even if you're not super aware. Yeah, it has to, like it has, if, if it's powering all this stuff that we are using day in and day out, it has to be able to power us too, our, our physical bodies. Exactly. Right. And, um, definitely. And like I did, there's like an association between, um, rose quartz and, and water, um, actually. And in the sense that, you know, it, it both are very healing and it kind of, it takes like water to make rose quartz. Um, it's not just like, again, I, I don't actually know much about gold but the um the the crystal sorry I got a little off topic I'm sorry I do this all the time and believe me I think for everybody that listens they're totally used to it (laughs) yes Yes. just say go with it (laughs) yes okay the um so like it you know can be basically like the water and the purifying and the sense that we that's that was my train of thought there we go (laughs) back at it being the majority of water that we are, of course, we're going to be affected by these things like that pick up, you know, we pick up frequency, it's undeniable. And so it's just really reassuring to know that we have something available to us like the rose quartz that just can bring us back to that center of love and compassion, and just healing vibes. Absolutely, Haley. What, because this is all about witchy work wishes, <laughs> what, um, what would be some good advice for using the, the rose quartz in like an office environment at our jobs, um, kind of more on a corporate level? Like how can we bridge that gap? Definitely. And I love this. And I was even thinking about this when you invited me on the podcast. I was like, I, I knew that we were going to be, you know, incorporating and supporting yeah. that, that idea. And so like, and I was like, you know, kind of like at first I was like, oh, how could we do this? Right. And then I was like, you know, just super simple. Like, and I actually caught myself like in the corner of my eye, I look over and in my gym, I have, I have a little rose quartz there on the shelf. Uh, so that, you know, like we were saying, subconsciously people could see it and, not even like, you know, not like we're tricking people into self-love, but like they, they just being around it, just being in that environment. And like, I know for myself that when I use it, um, sometimes when I'm working in situations with clients or work or that corporate world, you know, there might be, um, not necessarily like, um, argument or anything, but like resistance, Mm -hmm. you know, where, where we might feel like, you know, I know the right way. And then the other person wants something to go their way. And then we could just incorporate that 
like reminder that, okay, rose quartz, yeah, like I, I always have a piece of rose quartz in my pocket. R- literally, I just kind of transfer it from, it, yeah. from one pocket to the next. And um, so definitely like that visual component. And well, then, I, you know, for your gym, if you're, gosh, talk about being self-critical, right? You know, we're so hard on ourselves. So to have a rose quartz in the gym, where it's radiating that energy of self-love. Oh my gosh, that's like a, an amazing place to have it. Just sitting there, <laughs> just for <Yeah>. everybody. <laughs> yes. Fill the room, Rose Quartz, do your job. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, the other thing that like I love to do with Rose Quartz that could kind of like apply is, um, you know, gifting Rose Quartz um, has like a special, you know, of course, when you, gift something you're kind of like giving a part of yourself to that individual whether it's like an intention or a thought or just the time that it took to get the gift um and so i love to give um just a little chunk to you know people that i'm working with or again to to just kind of really help bridge that gap of where like coming together and i think you know um so I'm really excited to be to be a lady in business um, this day and age because right I do on. think things are like changing, right? Oh. And we're we're starting to understand that um, it doesn't have to just be like this rigid masculine grind. Absolutely. Uh, and so I like I love that that just like incorporating it and gifting it and um, just having that like steady reminder of kind of the the feminine power that it represents with the pink color. And I think that it can even even be soothing to like all different personality types. Yeah, I, I, I'm completely with you. I think that sounds amazing. And it does. It's, it's just going to be, it's not necessarily a feminine thing, but it's just that that type of energy. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I, I believe that we all have like a combination special to us, you know, and uh, of of feminine and masculine energy, yeah, the and balance, the balance, exactly. Yeah. So that yeah, so I can see I really can see for the office, there's a lot of good energy, just even with your self confidence and the job that you're doing, right? If it's just sitting on your desk as a reminder, just to hey, love yourself, be say good words, say empower yourself, encourage yourself. That would be a great thing to have, even if you don't have a desk job, just like you were saying, have it in your pocket, that reminder, that energy, yeah. that just soak in. Definitely. Like, and so I, I have mine over placed over on the shelf where my clients come in and kind of put their things down. Mm-hmm. And I just think if like moving through the world, whatever we're doing, whether, you know, we're doing a desk job or we're working on our bodies or, you know, we're going through a transformation in life. And I'm like, when are we not transforming? <laughs> <laughs> But, Can I rest for a minute, please? <laughs> yeah, right? And so, and so just letting the rose quartz be a beautiful symbol of that, like, you know, you're doing your best and just kind of basically like a little reminder to to banish the negative self-talk. Yes, I love that. Well, do you have any other good tips and tricks for the rose quartz crystal? Um, I ever, I think everybody needs one. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Um, I guess the one thing that I really love to see too is, is, um, rose quartz and malas, which are, which are like a meditation bracelet. And so, yeah, I, I had not mentioned that earlier, but I'm like, and if you like, I'm on the search for one. So just incorporating that beautiful piece of rose quartz in your daily practice. You might, I think you, I think everybody that if they don't have one and they get one, they'll be surprised at how powerful it is. 
I can say one of the biggest, the first stone that I really started actively working with was the moonstone. And I was surprised of, of what it brought into my life. It was amazing <laughs> that, but I, but I'm a big moonstone girl either way. So I just have started using rose crystal more. Again, I've got a standalone piece on my, on my vanity, but I've got earrings and a necklace now and um, some rings and I'm really having fun incorporating them into my practice. I love that. And um, I did just think of one other thing that would sure. like kind of help. So it definitely like the wa that water element that yeah. I was mentioning and how it relates to like rose quartz and just bringing flow and adaptability, I think are like the best ways that I was thinking of incorporating into the, into the corporate world and our jobs, just, you know, allowing us to kind of ebb and flow with the emotions of like grace and compassion. And those are so needed in the workplace. It's amazing how much easier things become. I say that to the the girls in my office a lot, you know, like it is what it is, right? The The end result is, the, is it's done. The information is going to be the same, how you present it and how you, you know, um, provide that information to somebody. That's what we have control over. And that's how we can soften it and move it. So it's a little bit more digestible to the person. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying it right, but yeah, like allowing a, like, you know, to go with the flow. And, yes. yeah. and, and I think anytime that we're moving from a place of love, um, it's already like a reassurance that it's our best, you know, we don't have to second guess ourselves on if this was the best or something. It's like, you're moving from a place of love. You're, you're good. Sure. No, I, I really like that. I, okay. So if you had to pick what the next Crystal or stone would be you know, for this series. What would you say? Hey, this has got to be the next one, Charlene. Oh, okay. Um, I would say aquamarine. <gasps> I just got two pieces of aquamarine. That's too funny. You said that. Oh my gosh. Why are you saying? That? Okay, no. Let's save it. Save it. Save it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're gonna start talking about it. <laughs> I know, right? Could <laughs> just keep going. I know. Um, okay, aquamarine. That would be your next next biggie. Yes. All right. Okay. So let me see if I can, but would you come back for that one? Oh my gosh. I would absolutely love okay. to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So let, let me see um, about budgeting that in, cause I'm just going to start to work on what my March layout's going to be. Cause I always like to kind of draft stuff just to, so I can um, start pulling information, but let me see if I can place aquamarine in March and then we can invite you back. That would be, that would be awesome. I would love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Haley, thank you so much. Can you remind us one more time, please, where we can find you online? Yes, of course. So I primarily use Instagram and my, um, my handle is Haley McCarty, um, all one word underscore, you know, and then real quick, I just, I was thinking, so I'm, I have this passion project too. Um, and it's called mother ceremony. Ooh, what's that? And so that is like my spiritual, and I'm like, I should have introed with that. I <laughs> We're going to finish strong here. We got it. <laughs> yes. So, um, so that's my Instagram handle and, um, my, it's like a small side project where I, I cultivate ritual and teach. And so that kind of incorporates the softer side of the tra life transformation and life coaching. That would be amazing. And you know what? What I'll do is I'll um, circle back with you once we're done and make sure I get all of this written out so I can include it in my show notes in case people couldn't write it down fast enough or, or have any questions. I'll, I'll make sure I have all those links ready. Thank you so much. Yes. Well, Haley, thank you so much for being a part of this today. I love your expertise and I cannot wait for Aquamarine next month. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I all love right. this and this was so much fun.
I love, I love your energy. So I cannot wait to have you back. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. And for everybody else, um, please stay tuned because I have a poem and I will be right back. Well, before I read today's poem, I really wanted to take a moment and say thank you to Haley for joining us today and also to say thank you to you and let you know how much I appreciate you listening and being a part of Witchy Work Wishes. I would love a five-star review if you feel like sharing that. It really does help with the algorithm and building up our network of witchy friends and colleagues and hopefully gives me the ability to continue adding to our wonderful family. I did write a special poem for our beautiful rose quartz, so here we go. Together we add and join our hearts. In the rose quartz we align. The planet Venus, the element water, the Taurus, and the Libra sign. Soft pink, deep colors, the crystal shines with love. It radiates joy and kindness like an early morning dove. Calming and relaxing, promoting our self-care, the rose quartz crystal shines all the love we share. Thank you so much for supporting and being a part of Witchy Work Wishes. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and weekend, and I'll talk with you next week. Thank you for joining me today at Witchy Work Wishes, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. For more information and additional content, please visit me online at witchyworkwishes.com. If you want to send me a personal note, please email me at info at witchyworkwishes.com. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Witchy Work Wishes.